what's going on social media so it's episode 59 bottoms up perspective and we got all our co-founders on the show tonight and um we're just gonna chat we're gonna just talk tonight and then also hey we sent out some links tonight and hey if anyone wants to hop on our show as a guest even if you comment tonight in the in the comments if you comment that you want to be part of the show and just hop on i'll send you the link so um on the fly and uh, you know we can have up to 10 people so right now we still have six you know availability for six more so instead of just you know being a fewer feel free to join us so we can have a little fun tonight so we're just gonna talk about some random topics of reflection <laughs> so let's talk so we started bottoms up perspective on linkedin so on linkedin live so love to hear your perspective as co-founders of bottoms up perspective what are your thoughts on linkedin today oh today what what has your experience been for 2020 beginning of 2021 um you like it are you still active um are you moving on love to hear your perspective on LinkedIn and its direction. I I think I'm still a little bit active um, where retail stuff is concerned because I think it's still uh, not in a good state. And I think, uh, you know, what I set out to do to share more information about what's happening in retail, maybe more from an Asia-Pacific perspective, um, still doing that a little bit here and there sporadically. Um, but I, I, thought, I thought that this year is going to be the year of uh, Clubhouse invites, right? <laughs> but I don't think that happened. <laughs> and uh, maybe maybe that's why I actively did not, um, you know, get into Clubhouse. Uh, well, I didn't have time as well. So uh, that's the excuse. And uh, I, I don't think it took off. Um, so I think LinkedIn is still pretty much the same place uh, it was. Um, yeah, there were new features um, like stories and all, but I didn't use that as well. So I'm still sticking to good old regular LinkedIn as it was pre-pandemic. Um, yeah, I think that's pretty much sums up my usage of uh, LinkedIn so far. Okay, awesome. I'm gonna let I'm gonna let Aldrich go after Jeremy because uh, we're matching tonight, and so I'm really excited <laughs> about that. And so Aldrich gets to go first. That's right. I, I, I don't spend that much time on LinkedIn as compared to the early part of 2020. Um, I, I think it has to do with the user experience. My, my user experience since this year hasn't been that, hasn't been that pleasant. Um, over my, my account, it seems like it has been heavily visited by chatbots. So I, I don't really enjoy that. Uh, I don't uh, I, I still try to find opportunities from, from the platform. It's just that it's dry. It's, it's, not, it's not that, um, how should I say this? I, I can find uh, a volume of opportunities elsewhere compared to the same amount of time invested on LinkedIn. So for me, the way I think about LinkedIn today is really just to spread the the kind of writing that I've been doing on social publishing platforms. And then I'll use that to build my profile. Um, it's, it's not a pivot. It's not um, a way of showcasing thought leadership or things like that. But really, it's just, um, to me, I see that as one digital ecosystem. It has nothing to do with LinkedIn per se. I've mm. been trying to figure out how to build one ecosystem. So LinkedIn, Medium, bottoms up perspective, and then we have our own website. And then uh, just now I was working on our podcast settings. So I'm thinking like how we can push one ecosystem out. Uh, that's what I'm thinking about. So I'm not really thinking about LinkedIn per se. It doesn't, it doesn't excite me. Not in that way. <laughs> just awesome. because of the chatbots or just because of the chatbots or, or is no, just I'm that there are more? I'm interested in the ecosystem, not interested in one platform. Right. Right, 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 right. Yeah. Uh, Jen. Yeah, um, I think since we're talking about LinkedIn in general, I mean, I think all of us have our different feelings toward different social platforms and mediums and um, the way that we can express ourselves. 
and write things. And um, I love the interactions on LinkedIn um, because for me, um, it's just the type of people that are here and the type of content that people put out. Um, I learn a lot. I learn a lot. I get to share, um, you know, thoughts that are going through my head or things that I'm learning personally in my life that maybe can help someone else. Um, for me, it's just, I've been on Facebook for so long and, and I still think that uh, Facebook has a place, it's relevant, um, but you know, I just, it's such a different audience and such a different feel. I, I really love the professionalism overall of LinkedIn. Um, I do not like the LinkedIn stories. That has not been a good experience, <laughs> um, you know, for me. And someone asked, actually someone working for LinkedIn asked that question. And I just said, that's so Facebook. I mean, it's just, um, I think it's almost like they're copying what has worked elsewhere. But but LinkedIn just has a different feel to it. And, and somehow that to me, it doesn't go together. It doesn't fit mm. quite right. It, it, you know, people try, some people maybe really like it. Um, I really don't, I've tried to post. So I like posting like personal stuff on stories, like with my kids and I, I don't like to do that on LinkedIn. So by the time you get done posting Facebook story, sharing your personal on Instagram story, and then you got LinkedIn story and you're like, oh, I can't share that picture because I don't want people to see, you know, my children's mm. faces or something. So, mm. uh, but yeah, I, I love it. I love the communities that I've come across. It honestly, for me, comes down to just the, the people and the tone of LinkedIn. I've met so many amazing people, including you guys, Aldrich and Jeremy and um, Jacqueline, and the list can go on and on and on and on. So. Uh, so yeah, I, I, I hold LinkedIn actually quite dear at this point. Yeah, so I guess for me, I've been a LinkedIn person for a very long time. So um, since 2004. So it's just wow. like anything else, you know, it has its ups and downs. But that's one platform I've seen where it has grown. Um, there's so much functionalities within LinkedIn if you adapt to the whole platform from navigator to prospecting to even huh. um, CRM features when you pay for premium and LinkedIn isn't paying me to say this, right? There are, you know, CRMs are expensive if you have a business. Um, and if you have an entire sales team and they learn how to prospect on LinkedIn, technically huh. you can, you know, tie it all to Soho and different things like that and create a very dynamic um, solution for selling, you know. But at the same time, um, you know, I think Microsoft, when they bought LinkedIn, um, they've done some good um, and made it more software oriented. But I agree with Eldrick too, you know. Um, LinkedIn isn't the be all of social media. Um, there's a lot of platforms out there and you just have to find yeah. the platform that works for you. Like for me, like I'm not a very funny person, you know, and when I'm funny, maybe I'm not trying, um, but uh, tick, TikTok doesn't work for me because I really don't have much of a TikTok personality. So, and then Instagram, um, I mean, I, I don't have the body anymore for it. So <laughs> I can't do much on Instagram. And um, so, and I'm good at editing, honey, if you yeah. need help. Yeah. And, for and for Facebook, right, uh -huh. it's great. I keep it private. It's for family and friends and people I care about. Um, that way, grandparents can see my kids' pictures. Um, but then I have my business, right? My business, we're on all the platforms. Um, haven't figured out TikTok still um, because I don't yeah, feel same. that's where our target audience is for my business, right? Doesn't mean it's not for your business. Um, but overall, you know, LinkedIn has been good to me. Uh, met a lot of great people, opened up a lot of doors, opportunities over the years. Everything from career to just friends and business opportunities. Um, I do like the content that's on LinkedIn. I find a lot of value. Um, not just, if you're here for monetary reasons, LinkedIn might not be for you. Any social media might not be for you, right? Because I always tell people, if you're looking to make money, it requires more than just 
posting content more than just engaging. Um, it still requires, hey, are you good at business development? Can you talk to people? Are you bringing mm -hmm. some sort of value? Or ha do you have a solution that someone needs, right? Are you solving someone's problem? You have to have a combination of everything in order for LinkedIn or any social media to help you make money. Yep. But otherwise, you know, it's a great social platform. It's for relationships, right? So, and that's what I like to use it for is to um, meet people outside of my local community, um, connect, um, and be able to kind of share my heart, my knowledge. But that's how I utilize LinkedIn. Uh, when I'm busy, I'm not as active. I'm like Eldrick. Um, my time is valuable. So I got to prioritize, hey, my wife, my kids, um, whatever, right? And guess what? Social media can take a back burner and, you know, you can put on pause, you know. I know some people make it religious where I have to be active on social media. And even I have clients, right? I ask them, why? You know, and the funny thing is they have like maybe 200 followers. And to me, it's like, who are you talking to? Out of those 200, maybe there's only 10 people, you know? So um, have fun with it. Social media, you got to have a little fun with it. And you got to find your own way. So that's mm. my, you know, five cents about social media. I, I guess I guess it depends on the application, right? Uh, like you mentioned, Kevin, if you are using um, LinkedIn Sales Navigator, mm -hmm. right, that is really good tool for um, prospecting. And yes, I'm not sponsored by Microsoft or LinkedIn to say that, but it really is a good um, <laughs> prospecting tool because only only because you know that people who put their profile on LinkedIn are just going to be accurate. Right, they're not gonna put something. Okay, there's still gonna be something bogus, but they'll beef up their profile, right? You know, uh, to show how smart they are, or etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. But uh, it's likely that people is gonna be honest about what they put up there. It's gonna be accurate and it's gonna be updated, for most parts. And if you use that kind of information to do sort of a prospecting, you're gonna get accurate information, or you're gonna be able to scope and prospect um, the type of people you want accurately, right? So that's that's I think that's one one aspect, you know, the commercial aspect of uh, LinkedIn uh that really i think it was really good and uh, if you mention things like um facebook instagram and uh TikTok, it really depends on what you're trying to do right like for me facebook is my uh, friends zone so that's where i go a little bit more uh, less professional i share certain crazy thoughts um you know maybe share some funny jokes things like that um i don't see it as a showcase of I don't know, professional knowledge or expertise or anything like that. It's just where I can be me and the audience is really, um, you know, people who know me. So they can bear with my quirks and weirdness. In some ways, I certain things I think. I don't have to be so worried about how Love people it. will see. Yeah, we right. So it. It, it's... Yes, we want to see <laughs> oh, it on yeah. LinkedIn too, Jeremy. We all no, want no, no, to no, see no, no, it. No, 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 Yes, that's we have the, to That's we the have edgy stuff. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. I, I try to, you know, be two-faced about it. So... <laughs> <laughs> and so so that's that's my facebook uh if it comes down to instagram uh you know i have an account only because the other time i was asked to uh, do a live through instagram so and that's it i left it there i have nothing else there on instagram but maybe maybe <laughs> one day if i decide to sell i don't know food or t-shirts or what yeah maybe i'll use that account for that for that reason just to promote uh visual stuff right visual stuff things i might be selling right um, so I think I'm going to put that aside for now uh, until I figure out what I'm going to do with it. But, uh, apart from that right now, it's just stalking my friends who are on Instagram and see what they post. Um, and uh, TikTok. Okay, I don't know. TikTok is another big question mark. Um, um, I don't think anyone wants to see a 40-plus-year-old uh, try to lip sync or you know try to dance or whatever. So no, I'm not going to go there. Oh, I think that will be really popular. I think a lot of people would love to. <laughs> See forty-year-olds nah. dance and sing. Nah. So. <laughs> and look, and look, hey, and look you uncomfortable. You would be surprised. You would be surprised. Okay. Well, who's that guy that no. I don't know if it was on TikTok, but um, he became famous for drinking cranberry juice while riding in oh, the yeah, back of a pickup. 
And then yeah, all of a sudden he's endorsed yeah. by all these different companies. And it's like, no, that, that doesn't happen to everyone. And I don't have that kind of, you know, unique kind of look. He looks, you know, edgy and he looks slightly different. You know, I'm just a, you know, common face, common Asian face. I'm not going to get a kind of endorsement just by drinking whatever I drink. Right. <laughs> I, I don't know that edgy is the look that he has. Yes. Unique. Yes. <laughs> unique. Yes. Unique. Special. I, I don't look, I don't look unique in any way, you know, no way. So I'm not going to get a kind of endorsement. Um, it's not gonna get viral. So, what's one <laughs> takeaway after uh, we're up to forty-nine episodes? Oh, what Ooh. have you learned about going live? Uh, it gets easier. It gets easier. <laughs> <laughs> it gets easier. The yeah. first time you're just like, oh no, I'm gonna say, oh no, the whole world's watching, and you know, after I don't know five, six episodes, yeah, whatever, I don't care. <laughs> it gets easier, as with most things. Um, yeah, you start to start to not regard um, the pressure as much because it's all self-imposed, right? So you yep. just go in and speak your mind. I guess I guess the format of a show helps because I can be myself and uh, and uh, just speak our mind freely. And you know, sometimes we have a little bit of uh, engagement and discussion or uh, argument, which is also fine because you know, at the end of the day, we we are clear why we're doing this, and therefore you know we give room for ourselves for that kind of uh, interaction. So. I've, I've always been happy with this. Yeah, despite not knowing what I'm getting myself into, 59 episodes and counting, so. That's awesome. I think, I think the coolest thing in the world is, is perspectives, is the word perspective, um, because every single person has their own. Wow, thank I you, Kenneth. Oh, Kenneth said there, man. Really fun. Thank you, Kenneth. <laughs> <laughs> Wow, I don't even think I could compliment somebody that that well. Best compliment I've got so far. I've an <laughs> an amazingly <laughs> handsome, gorgeous, and scrumptious compliment. Uh, intelligent, is, intelligent <laughs> is the nice word. Yeah, the rest I don't care. Uh, just because of that, Kenneth, I think um, Jeremy might start a TikTok. <laughs> no, then I will not look intelligent anymore. <laughs> So what do you, do you oh, so ahead, Jeremy, you Yeah. You are very willing to endorse LinkedIn, but when I want you to talk about Zoom, you are totally against it. What's the difference? Wait, 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 wait talk about Zoom. Talk on Zoom. <laughs> yeah, talk about talk like, on. how to be how to be conversant in a virtual conference using Zoom, what's the settings that are good about it. So What's the difference? They are both platforms, right? Zoom is Zoom is more Zoom is more what you call that. Um, I'm not that good at Zoom, to be honest. Um, because uh, the the platform that my company uses is Teams, and I've used that for you know doing um, what you call that in, in internal meetings and mostly internal meetings, but also have done sort of like an event internal event um, over Teams. So I'm more comfortable with Teams. Zoom, to be honest, I don't even know how to set um, the virtual background in Zoom. I, I don't know how to do that. Maybe it's because sometimes I use it on the phone, sometimes I use it on the computer. So I have not figured out. Sometimes I use it, um, just the link, and then it goes to the browser. So I get it through the browser. And sometimes I use it on an iPad. So I have not exactly been like committed to Zoom. So as a platform, Zoom, I'm not that comfortable. Teams, yes, I'm, I'm more comfortable. And, and the thing is that the past uh, one, two years, right, uh, Teams have been adding a bunch of different feature functions and changes. So it's sometimes a little bit hard to keep pace with that as well. Um, so as a platform, uh, yeah, Zoom, no, 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 I'm not, not so comfortable. Um, even even like, you know, StreamYard, right, what we're using now, uh, I think Kevin's the one who has mastered it. Um, you know, for, for me, I just appear. So <laughs> I kind of I also, also can't talk about it. He pushes a, he pushes a link, comes on, finds, smiles, and that's it. <laughs> So That's Kevin right. does all the hard work, right? In, in, for the audience, in case you guys don't know, Kevin does all the hard work, right? And then, and then I just appear, yeah. <laughs> and, and, and by the way, I think we should not end there. Uh -huh. um, we should not end there because we are not just about the live stream. Mm. We, are, we are not. And, and, and I, 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 I do think that we are at the point where we have gotten to, um, we, we have a lot of... Um, things that we are charting out. There's a lot of things that we are doing to advance our cause. And that goes way beyond where we started. Yeah. Um, we, we started on LinkedIn. That's, that's for sure. Uh, that's real. But we are now in the next chapter of our evolution. 
And we should not deny ourselves that. In fact, if we are talking about the reflection of our journey, it is not mm. always about um, our heritage, so to speak, or how we come into being. It's also about how we want to take ourselves forward. Um, we have spoken a lot about um, how we met each other on LinkedIn, how we use LinkedIn and we reflect about LinkedIn. And I do think that we have paid enough um, pilgrimage to, to them. Pilgrimage. <laughs> um, <laughs> enough. I, 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 not, not, to, not to say that I don't appreciate it. I'm just trying to say that as we move on to the next chapter of our group, we have to start focusing on um, focusing our efforts on the work that we have done. And, mm. and it's not just about LinkedIn. Neither is it completely and entirely about the live stream. So mm. we, we have put in a lot of work to engage with everyone in our community. That's one thing. We have also tried to... Okay, wrong. We have also have a website that we are trying to bring to life while trying to have over-the-top content so content contributors can put their work with us and monetize it along the way, right? Mm -hmm. And before we come into the live stream, I was actually trying to set up the monetization efforts on our podcast. So I think there's a lot that we can talk about and it, it goes beyond where we started. That's my point. Mm. And I think with that, we actually have a lot more chapters to go in the Bottoms Up Perspective book. That's what I think. And I'm, I'm looking forward to the future. I, I, I do. That's my reflection. So, for so what you mean, you mean what the past 59 episodes and we just started? <laughs> <laughs> if, if that I was phase be, one. If that was introduction. If I were to be That pointed, was the trailer. If I, were to be, if I were to be pointed, I think this is something that we have to think about, right? I mean, yeah. it's, it's, it's a fact. Uh, we, we have done, we have done uh, very good stuff in our live streaming. We have a lot of content, I think. And in fact, when I was um, trying to create YouTube shots, I was trying to, I thought about having, um, creating a tapestry of shots across various episodes to put on YouTube because that's where we can curate uh, points of value and put it into one video that is way shorter than an hour so that our audience, our communities and our subscribers can benefit. I think we are yep. at that point. I think we are at that point. Um, we should look beyond <laughs> phase one. Travis said the pilot season passed. <laughs> oh, I forgot about it already, Travis. I'm, I'm already at the next, I'm already at the next level. Season but, one. But my, but my point is, uh, we have come a long way and we are not just about the live stream. That's, that's my point. It's not, a, uh, I'm not negating what we are doing here. We, have, we are doing a great job. I'm just saying that it is not the only thing that we are doing. So Jeremy, you think about it. Right? <laughs> no, this is great. So Eldrick brought a good point. So if we're talking about live streaming, right? A lot of people, dis they see live stream as just a show, right? But it's so much more than a show, right? Live stream is a tool within many arsenals. And it's very low cost entry. Um, sometimes you can even do it for free, right? And I think a lot of people, you know, if you're looking to create content <coughs> in an easy way without spending a bunch of money on video gear, editor, videographer, or even taking the time to load it or different things. Think about doing live streaming. Um, Eldrick brought a good point. Once you live stream, you, that content is evergreen, is sitting there. <clears throat> you can send it to YouTube and send it to YouTube Live and you're, you're just collecting a library of content. Take that content, you can edit it within YouTube editor or you can even take it to some free editor that there's all these tools out there, these apps. And then you can clip these short videos, boom, distribute it all over social media. And you, you have yourself content. Uh, I mean, I think a lot of times people overthink it. And if you don't have money, um, you, you're just starting out and you don't want to spend a fortune on marketing, it's a great way to market yourself. You can have guests on the show. Um, it's a great way to uh, build relationships, right? 
But hmm. when it comes to bottoms up, okay, this group, we're so much more than just these episodes and this show. And I agree with Eldrick, you know. We've created this friendship, this ecosystem of um, connections, um, just like people like Kenneth, Travis, people that hop on our show, Jacqueline. Um, we've created a lot of um, friendships, and our goal is to also establish community, be okay. able to connect with people and create opportunity, not just for ourselves, but others as well. Because at the end of the day, I mean, look at the world. Look at the news. Um, we're so divided as a yeah. world. You know, we're all about ourselves, uh, taking care of where we're at locally. 90% uh, of the people don't know anything outside of where they're at, their local community. A lot of people don't know what's going on in Singapore, what's going on in India, and they might not care to know. And for us, you know, when we set out to do Bottoms Up, it wasn't a, about the live show. It was pretty much reach out to Eldrick Jeremy, and we were talking about how can we have a, sh you know, where just everyday people get come together and just share their perspectives. All cultures, all, it doesn't matter if you're rich, you're poor, um, wherever you are, you know, l let's talk. Because when we have a broader perspective, um, we have a better understanding. A lot of discrimination, a lot of things happen is because we don't understand other people. And we're not yep. open to listening. And I mean, look at this pandemic. <laughs> you know, look at our politics. You know, I mean, a lot of people are closed-minded. And that's why we have so much disagreement, hate. So that's what we're about, and uh, and we're doing a lot of things. We're working right now on some stuff that's going to roll out soon, and uh, we're excited to um, let you guys know. So, stay Jen, tuned. Your perspective. <laughs> My perspective on what? Okay, <laughs> sorry. Wait, Jen, before, I, I mean, I was Jen, I was really before, enjoying that and everything. Just... <laughs> before you before you before you say anything, I just want to touch on what what Kevin said. Um, sure, go Kevin, ahead. You, you mentioned. You mentioned, you know, don't think too much about it. I actually didn't think too much about it. Some friends know I, I secretly just wanted my own talk show and yay, I got one. <laughs> <laughs> That's one. The second thing I wanted to say was this. Um, uh, we, we, we know what happened, right, the past uh, year or so. Um, we, we didn't really start this show because of the pandemic. Um, we started actually slightly before the lockdowns and the purpose remains the same. We want to have uh, different perspectives with or without the pandemic. We were going to, you know, share perspectives, uh, offer a platform for others all over the world to share their day-to-day -day perspectives, right? So, so that was what we set out to do. And it's funny you mentioned that um, the world is divided because it is. It is very divided. I mean, just throughout this course of time when we had do our live shows, how many issues that we come across as dividing the world, right? Politics, you have what Black Lives Matter, Stop Asian Hate. Over and on top of a pandemic. Finance, and, you got stocks and then crypto. Yeah, all this crazy stuff. <laughs> all this crazy stuff happening, right? But my point is, uh, in, in a time... At a time we should be united, we are more divided than ever. That's crazy. Because the pandemic will need every single one in every single country as a global citizen to play their fair part and to mm -hmm. be responsible. And that has to happen all at the same time for it to pass by, but it's not happening, right? Mm -hmm. You know, we have crazy news uh, over in, in US, you know, don't wear masks. And over here in Singapore, uh, uh, the government just say that wear a mask and be uh, wear a good one that has at least three ply protection. Uh, a year filter. into, yeah, double a filter. year into a year into a pandemic with the new variant, they say yeah, wear even better mask. But in the U.S., it's like oh, you are vaccinated, no more masks. How 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 divided can that be? Mm -hmm. As a world, it's the same pandemic, right? Yeah, different variant, but it's still the same pandemic, right? So. I don't know. It's just things just get a little bit more crazy than I think. And and I hope I hope that, you know, um, a live chat like ours uh, offer more value than just you know speaking our mind, you know, but more of sharing perspectives, what different part of the world is happening so that, you know, it can be more united rather than divided. And also, just, you don't get the same perspective, uh, you know, from the news, right? 
all our yeah. local news is geared towards us locally. You know, no matter if you're in Singapore or the U.S. Or, or what so, they want you to believe. Yeah, or what you they want you to believe. So it's more, you know, media. <laughs> and it's nice to, uh, we wanted to do something where, hey, anyone can come on the show and share, you know. Like, I get firsthand from Eldrick and Jeremy what's going on out in Singapore because they, they, they're living there. You know, it's not the news, you know. Uh, so, uh, and can you update, like, the people that are watching, uh, because some of them are in the U.S., so they might not understand. Like, why is Singapore back in more? Um, is it? It's called a circuit breaker, right? Like how, like oh, we are. They don't call it a lockdown. It's it's called a circuit breaker. But right now we're not in a circuit breaker mode. But it's we are it's in quite a tightening mode. Yeah, we're tightening. We are tightening but we are yeah. not tightening to a point where we are at circuit breaker. So, so the way, the way uh, you and Jennifer can think about it, in fact, even our audience also Singapore, is that we are scaling down, or we have tighter measures, but we are not yet in a lockdown. Not yet. But we are getting close. Which, which means to say, um, shops and stuff are still open. You just can't eat in. You have to take away all your food. Restaurants are not open. They are open, but you can't sit and eat. And uh, uh, shops are still open. Um, you're advised to work from home as a default un unless you really can't. So it isn't lockdown in the sense that everything is shut except for essential services like groceries and medical. Normal retail is still there, just that um, people can't dine in because this new strain is more you know, transmittable. Um, and when you eat, your mask is down, so it makes you more vulnerable to it. So that's kind of the situation here. So is the new variant already in Singapore? Yes, yes, it is. Okay, <laughs> it is. It is. Uh, the the way the way it has been addressed in the we we call that the minister's task force or ministerial task force. I, I don't know what's that first word. Uh, the way they say that is, uh, I think they are not denying it. Got it. Okay, yeah. uh, they're not they're not denying it. So so read 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 into the lines. Um, I do think lines. that the second round, yeah. I do think that uh, this time, a lot more businesses are, are getting hit compared to the first one. Mm. The first one, uh, it clipped our wings as part of a hospitality and a tourism hub. This time, it's hitting internally even harder because um, not, not being able to dine in restaurants means the reason to get to the shopping malls have been discounted by 50% or more. Or more, yeah. And what that means is from an ecosystem perspective, if you can't get people to go to the malls, to the restaurants to eat, then there is a lesser chance of people actually visiting the shops after their meals. That's exactly. how I see it. That's how exactly. I see it. And uh, from past... From the past week until today, I've gotten a lot busier because a lot more contacts has been contacting me on how how we can move ahead. Uh, what is the quick punch to a digital pivot and things like that. So this one is going to be a very, very tough one. The second round, which is what we are experiencing today, is going to be a very, very tough one. Mm. And I, I usually give myself a lot to commercial related work whether i make money or not um, recently i do devote a bit more time to my friends because uh, they are feeling the psychological squeeze the first time wasn't that bad when we have to come back again it's very tough especially for the gregarious ones and the socialites, social butterflies. It's very difficult. And to them, the experience on social media isn't the same as having human interaction. Hmm. So I, I don't know how to accurately say this, but I think the impact this time runs deep down into our economic core and our social interactions. Hmm. It's... I, I don't know how to how to conclude how this, but maybe the, maybe Jeremy can say something. 
Eldrick, Jeremy, how long was the circuit breaker the first time? Two months. It's it's a four plus four weeks plus four weeks. Yeah, two months. Okay. Two months. Four okay. weeks, and then after that, they had a review, <clears throat> and they said that nope, uh, we need it longer, so they pushed it longer. And by the way, um, the first round, hospitality and aviation was a hot hit. Uh, till today, it's the same. I think. Singapore International Airlines reported yesterday that they had a record 4.3 or 5 billion loss. It's, yeah. it's, um, In Singapore, it's, you know, the economy has a lot to do with also tourism, correct? I, we are, I think we are an international hub. Yeah. Fair to say, I think uh, last I read or I learned uh, the economic engine Singapore's, uh, I think, four pillars are uh, manufacturing, tourism, uh, financial, and construction. Yeah, these are the four. And if you look at these four, right, uh, manufacturing mm, maybe affected because of all the uh, supply of raw materials and all that. Um, financial, maybe not. Uh, yeah, because financial is, you know, it is what it is. It, it doesn't go away. Yeah, Jeremy but, still uh, gets to tourism. buy his crypto coins, so it's not affected. Don't worry. <laughs> So you have your, oh, you have your coin, construction. Right? The doggy coin. <laughs> <laughs> doggy coin. Uh, so construction is impacted because we depend a lot on uh, foreign labor. So uh, the last round, you know, the dormitories where most of the foreign labor are, uh, are at uh, was badly hit. And uh, a lot of constructions couldn't go on. And even right now, a lot of things are still, before they caught on with the backlog of construction, you know, we, we come to this state again. So a lot of things going to be, people are not going to get their new flats to move into, you know, that kind of thing. Highways are not going to be built as fast. Your your mass, uh, your subways are not going to be built as fast. And uh, we go to the last one, which is tourism. That one, well, it's obvious for everyone to see. And uh, I'm not sure, Audrey, you really want my views about this time because my views are, are quite um, skeptical uh, in the sense that, you know, borrowing from what Travis said, that's exactly my sentiments. The pilot is over. 2020 was the pilot episode. 2021 <laughs> is the real deal. Going ahead, this is the real deal. This is real season one. Next year could be season two and season three. And and well, I they're think... already saying there's more deaths in 2021 than 2022. 20. Yeah. So how how can that how can that be right? Is it because of the new variant or we just let our guts down or what? We have had the experience of entire year last year. And why is this still happening? Why are more people dying? I just don't get it, right? Fool, fool me once, shame on you. Fool me twice, shame on me, right? Isn't that what the saying is? So why? I think I at first know. people are, are we didn't, I think the, the world didn't understand, how, you know, how to, what to do or how it worked first. Um, and then, you know, as time went on, people got tired of, of being in their homes. And I think for, uh, from an American perspective, I heard a lot of people say, Oh, don't be scared of it. Don't be scared of it. You know, we don't want to just not live our lives, you know? Um, I so I think, I think, you know, I think a lot of people had have mental health issues um, at least from our side. And so it just gets really hard for them to be away from people or to not see their family um, and then you just kind of start to give in. You're like, well, it's worth it. I don't, you know, I'm sure I'll be fine. Um, so, so, and I think, I don't know about India. India is kind of a whole different story. I mean, I've been there. It's crazy. I mean, there's no way that it's, you can stop it once it starts there. There's just no way. There's too many people in a, in a very small space. And I know that's probably more like Singapore. I know Hong Kong was that way in the past, where it's just so crowd, overly crowded. Um, it's, yeah, it's it's almost impossible there because it's already reached into the villages. They don't know what's going on. They don't know how to deal with it. They have no health care. And then when they take the long trip to go to the city, then there's there's nothing available for them and a lot of them die before they even get there so it's very it's a very hopeless situation there well i guess so. i guess for i guess for us um maybe the mental health issue is more prevalent because uh you know liberty and freedom is a huge aspect of uh, what us stands for but i think um in 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 singapore at least for me i'm quite used to being cooped up at home so i'm i'm okay but but my attitude this year versus last year is complete 180 degree because last year you know um, i was still going to work 
I in the back of my head, I just thought that yeah, it's just going to be like you know another SARS episode. Six months is going to pass. Uh, my wife keeps telling me, that, you know, wear a mask, wear a mask. You know, even before everyone did. And uh, for once or twice, I put it on, and after that, I'm I'm just going to take it out as soon as I get out of the house because I look funny, right? Are you really sick? Because you're wearing a mask. So that was like the my mindset back then. So, oh, no, it's going to pass. Yeah, no, don't worry. Let's just, you know, get on with normal lives. But this year, <laughs> I've, been, I've, been, I've been cooping up at home for like the past two weeks. Um, in fact, I was supposed to go. Oh, so here's the news. In fact, I was supposed to go to uh, my military service next week, right? So I'm going to be on the episode next week because it has just been postponed. Um, and uh, I was kind of looking forward to it. But, you know, I have all these concerns. But it's a good news now because of how the situation is getting out of hand. And I'm just really scared for my life, my kids' life, my, my wife's and my family's lives because uh, this strain looks to be very, very scary, you know, very, very viral. And uh, to top it off, uh, I watch a couple of um, news videos, uh, I think it's by CNN, uh, live coverage in India, how people are fighting for breath. And uh, and in one of the videos, I think they even caught uh, one of the old lady pass away with all her sons next to her. It was just heartbreaking and it just hit me you know after i said how scary it can be because we saw them struggling to breathe even and how this guy's body was just like you know in in spasm because he was fighting for breath here yeah. so it just freaked the hell out of me so this time around it's more scary for me than last year so yeah. how is the if you don't mind me asking how is the vaccine um situation there in singapore oh. how readily available is that for for you guys at this point I think they are um, speeding it up uh, in terms of the rollout. Uh, it's been going on fairly well, uh, but um, but here's the irony: I have not registered myself to do the jab despite being so fearful. Only only because uh, I have a, uh, I know that's the usual spiel, right? Uh, you know, it's not going to affect you if you have uh, allergies, blah blah blah. But I do have an autoimmunity uh, skin situation, so I'm a bit cautious about that. So. Of course, I've asked the dermatologist if taking the vaccine is going to be okay. And of course, the answer is going to be yes. But I'm just going to be waiting and see. And the way I look at it, you know, I don't know. With the new variants, I don't know. We might have to go for more jabs. So I'm still waiting. Um, my wife as well, because I think we were just a bit worried about how vaccines are. Uh, and uh, yeah, but my wife's... Uh, her, her, her mind is changing. She did tell me yesterday that she might want to sign up and get the jab first. I said, okay, why don't you go ahead first? And after you, then I go, because we can't both do it at the same time, right? Somebody has to look after the kids. So so uh, it's a wait and see on there, uh, on the rollout. Uh, but one thing's for sure, um, having the vaccine doesn't mean that um, you won't get um, affected by the virus. Um, it just makes your, con uh, your symptoms less detectable. And that's where it makes things complicated because you could be vaccinated. And we have cases here, right? Vaccine, vaccinated people having the virus, catching the virus anyway. So it complicates the thing because um, you're vaccinated, um, your symptoms are not so discernible. You might still go on and work and spread to other people. You become asymptomatic. And yeah, it just throws a different spanner into the entire confusion right now. Um, yeah, it gets messy that way. I, I, I think for us, I think for us, we're getting a little bit different news on this side. Um, maybe they're lying to us. I don't know. <laughs> but they're making everybody feel very comfortable that, oh, the CDC says this. It's OK. This thing's OK now. It's that's, like that's they, where yeah, that's yeah. where it's scary. Right? When you have the authority, the, the number one authority in country, the CDC saying that oh, you cannot, you don't have to wear your mask. And I think, yeah, as uh, long as you the, have the vaccine. Now, if you have the vaccine, then you still should wear it. Because um, of if course, you don't, so yeah. in the US, right, the um, advocacy rate for so what they're telling us, right, is that, hey, Johnson, Johnson, Moderna, or um, Pfizer, Pfizer, if you get any of those one of those three, right? You are guaranteed um, no hospitalization and death. Now, well, can you still get? Can what? you get? What? Can you get COVID? Hold on, yes. hold on. They're, they're, they're selling it. Can, yeah, they're selling so, it like an insurance plan now. <laughs> well, no, so they're telling you you can still get COVID. You know, but uh, you know, it's gonna be a like a point zero 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 one chance you'll get hospitalization or, um, you know, or die from it, 
you know, so they're saying that that's why they're pushing Americans to get their vaccine because at least they'll keep you from the hospital and yeah. from data, right, in the hospital, according to CDC and, you know, the different universities in the U.S., um, the it is declining in the number of deaths and um, hospitalization. Um, but I think we're only at like a 53%. It could have changed by now. Rate. Yeah. Right. Uh, regards to um, how many people have vaccine been vaccinated. So, yep. Interesting. But it's just it's very interesting because uh, now that we're talking about this, you know, we have to have a global perspective. We have to understand there's more than just living in our own world because the world does come back and impact us. Mm -hmm. So yes. I used to be in global logistics. So people forget a lot of our goods in the US come from Asia. A lot of the software you have right now, there's whole help. So I was a software engineer. There's been hole-ups. Um, even J29, we took on some um, web projects for other agencies because they're relying on their offshore team in India. And now mm. India, they mm. can't reach them. They don't know what happened. They can't contact them. So, you know, so we're helping assist, you know. But this is a global economy, people. It does impact you. Don't think it doesn't impact you because a lot of times, you know, in first world countries, we're so comfortable. Um, we live in our own little world. Um, there's a reason why in the U.S. your wood prices are going up. Okay. Mm. Oh, I had a good time trading lumber. Yep. Lumber is going <laughs> up like crazy, you know, and people don't understand is a global economy. Everything affects you and I sitting at home. Your electronics, the TV, the movies you watch, um, the world goes round, man. So it's not like, oh, we're safe right now. It feels really good to be an American, but everyone else, you know, who cares? No, you need to care because eventually what's going on in the opposite side of the world is going to come back and kick you in the butt. You know, even the stock market, you know, it all it's all connected, you know. So you need to care, <laughs> you know? And then so. sometimes there's, you know, there, um, I've been learning a lot about this, but there's countries that if they're affected, it affects your defense of protecting your country. So, I mean, there's just, there's so much involved in all of that. Um, but the number one thing that I've found or that I personally believe helps to change people's perspective is which we can't do much right now, but is to, to go, to go out from your home and go travel and see. And when you make connections with people in that place, or you've seen how they live or the way things are, that it's different from, from what you know as life, um, you'll never be the same. You know, I, I lived in India for three years and have traveled around Asia, um, for different reasons. And, um, and, I, I know I know what they're going through. I know what it looks like. I know what it feels like because I've seen it and I can imagine, you know, um, I know how bad their healthcare system is. Um, that's why I definitely have to say publicly, I did not agree with the CNN lady who got on there and pressured the person mm -hmm. that was over the hospital or the local guy that was in politics oh, there. You, you saw the same video as me then. I know what yes, you're talking about. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Because she was pressuring him and making him look bad publicly yeah. when he really only gets the supplies that he gets. Um, and he has to pay people and and try to get whatever he can. But he is very limited on what he can get. So I thought that was very unfair. Um, have, he is not assume, the top. Correct. We have to assume that everyone's doing their best because... You know, it's it's life's at stake. You know, unless you're really evil and you want to see people dying, which I don't think that's, that's the case. Yeah, I, and I their think resources are are limited. It's very limited, and so, um, you know, he was in yeah. the middle of that situation trying to run a hospital. He's not the government, or even if he's over that town, he's still not the top people, and so he can only get what he can get. He's trying to um, do the best he can given what the circumstances are. 
Yeah, so you can't, you know, if you blame the, the Indian government for that situation, you can blame the Indian government if you want to. But don't blame the little people that are over cities or over areas because they they're very their resources are limited. So, yeah. No, absolutely. It is so important. Like it's it's hard. Life's hard. You know, it's been a tough 2020, 2021. And, you know, we see on social media um, a lot of times everyone has their smiles on, you know, even for Jen and I, you know, it's been a tough year, you know, <laughs> just being stuck home and, you know, even financially, it hasn't been easy. You know, because when your clients are impacted too, uh, eventually it flows up, you know, you get impacted. You know, we had clients that ended up, you know, either dropping their contracts with us or, and, but we, we are, un, we understand they're, they're struggling. And then we have even lower our rates so that we can help people survive as well um, and just meet people where they're at. Um, I think one of the biggest thing right now during this time is, um, uh, be more, have more grace, uh, uh, try to understand people. Um, uh, I think sometimes we're so opinion, we're stuck on our opinions and, and we're not very sensitive to what other people are going through. Um, uh, but right now I think you, you need to be considerate of other people, what they're going through. Mm -hmm. um, it's not easy. Even like Jeremy said, even coming out of it, right? If someone wants to wear a mask, respect, respect people for their opinion, why they're doing it, you know? Uh, don't judge them. You know, if someone feels safer with a mask, so be it. If someone feels like, hey, you know, they want to still social distance, it's okay, mm -hmm. you know? I think we live life so we're so judgmental and sometimes we, we, we don't take the time to think about, uh, like if you go out to a restaurant, uh, there, there, there might be a reason why they might not have a certain dish or, um, but you got to remember they've been locked down for five, six months. They might not have the finances to, you know, uh, maybe fix a lock on a bathroom or do things. You don't know their story, you know? Thanks a lot for that one, Kevin. Thank oh. you. <laughs> yes, it was a reference. So I'll tell the story. So just the other day, we went to a restaurant. Jen made me laugh. <laughs> so just the other day, we went to a restaurant, and the bathroom had a really big sign that said, please knock. And I'm like, what's the point of knocking? Like, if someone locks the door, then there's no need to knock, right? unless you just, they're not coming out and you really need to go. Um, and so I decided, well, maybe I didn't twist the door right. So instead of knocking, I didn't follow the rules. I twisted it and it opened and it had a chain holding it, but you could see straight inside. I could see the lady. Right. And she's like, oh, 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 oh. And I'm like, oh, sorry about that. You know, I'm so sorry. And I stood back and I was like, that's why they said to knock. And then when I went in, I'm like, it's just a simple, it's just a simple doorknob with a, like you could run to the store down the street and grab a new one for maybe 10, 15, $20, you know, not that big of a deal. And the pace, the place was packed out and they overcharged for food like crazy. It's like, you guys are doing, you're hip hopping, man. You've got, sure, why can't you just change a lock on, on the woman's door? You know, it just seemed really cheap to me. But now Kevin's like, hey, you don't know their circumstance or how much it costs for them to stay open or ha has their business fluctuated throughout, the, you know, throughout the, well, the, a lot, the year. A lot of people aren't putting into consideration. There's a reason why prices are inflated is a little higher. You know why? We just got our butts kicked Money. for seven, eight months as a business. Yeah. How are we going to recover that? raising prices you know no, so ex money. expect that when you go out and eat you know things aren't gonna be the same those restaurants they were struggling okay and for them to even survive i used to own a restaurant okay uh, your hamburger that used to be five dollars is probably gonna be seven okay because that two dollars 
has to go back to recovery costs, okay? Uh, money doesn't just appear. Aldrich understands that. So uh, this is huge. Like, um, expect things to be a little higher, especially from local mom-and-pop places because, you know, like, I, I can understand that, you know? So, so now you're – but the other day wasn't as understanding when we got the bill. <laughs> you you can you can understand the the economics we're like, behind we're never it. going back there go ahead yeah, sorry you can you can understand the economics behind it but that doesn't mean that you you Appreciate choose to be understanding yeah. when you see the bill exactly <laughs> like, oh. kevin's like i ate this kind of fish it's like the cheapest fish available and they put two eggs on it that just ran all over the plate and i paid 15 dollars for that <laughs> So, and that was the cheapest di dish on the menu. Yeah. So, so, so I, and it was not a fine dining restaurant either. So that kind of changes. But anyway, it, it is what it is. And we help those people out and it was local. So, you know, we can, we appreciate helping local when we can. Um, and we've seen a lot of what you guys are talking about in Singapore. You know, we know, we know what that feels like to see businesses struggle and, um, there was a ton of businesses closed down at, at the first of when this first started, like within a few months, they were gone. So there's been some that's incredible that they have sustained. And, you know, we've been able to go back and, and you know, help them out. So with our $5 cup of coffee or whatever, $15 <laughs> mill. Every little bit helps. Every yeah, every bit little does help, helps. though. But yeah. Yeah. But I think, you know, just reflecting on the year, it, it's been a tough year, you know, and I like what Kenneth said, you got to be empathetic and um, the care, mm -hmm. you know, and we got to look beyond our borders. It's more than just us. And, and at the end of the day, um, that's what we're doing here, bottoms up. We want to share perspectives. Yeah. And right now we're working on, hey, how can we create a s ecosystem where it's not just about first world country, but mm -hmm. what about third world country? How can people actually take, you know, what we can provide if, hey, if a creator or ourselves have a value to bring that can teach a skill set and make someone better and equip them? Um, you know, it's, there's a saying, right? Um, you don't just give fish to someone, but you teach them to fish. If you teach mm. them to fish, you're really actually helping them out. So, and that's what we're set up to do. And I think we can all agree. Um, we're trying to create a platform where we can truly um, bring people together. And if you have a value where you can be a blessing to someone else um, and teach them a skill set where, hey, to someone in America, it might be such a simple skill set, right? But if you, someone is in another country, maybe a third world country somewhere in a village, you might be able to transform their lives, mm -hmm. you know? So, so there's a lot of that in the world. And I think we overlook it. And that's what Bottoms Up's all about, is everyday people. Because everyday people are practitioners. Our, we didn't set out to do a show where we're just inviting a bunch of influencers. Uh, you know, we don't care if you have 100K followers or you have 200 followers because the numbers don't matter because everyone has value. A person with 200 followers might have more value than someone with 100K, you know, because they're sincere, they're authentic, and they're living it, you know. And that's what bottoms up is all about is from the bottom instead of top down you know and i think the influencers out there they get enough you know <laughs> airtime on shows and podcasts and everything but we want someone who's really good at what they do be able to share their perspective and help people out um not everyone that's good at something is active on social media or have yeah. huge followers you know correct so. And 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 I also I just want to also um, add on to that in the sense that um, especially in Asia, right, a lot of us discount the kind of value or the kind of skill we have. We always think we are not good enough, 
despite the fact that we have been doing this thing over and over in, in day in day out right um so uh what we're trying to do um you know going ahead our phase two chapter two of bottoms up really is to offer a platform uh, for you to find out at the very least if your skill set is of value or not to the rest of the world right you never know until you put yourself out there to to and, and let the real market decide if what you have to offer has value or not so i think we are trying to provide that platform as well um so if you're not sure if you're really good or not but you think you're good at something you just put it out there let the world decide you know don't discount yourself just or you can or you can try out um we'll form a panel or you can meet with kevin privately and go ahead and um put yourself out there in front of kevin and he'll tell well, you the truth why, if you're why good kevin, or not <laughs> why kevin why kevin we have the consultant or, here come on man or, or four, <laughs> yeah or four of us we can form a little panel um you know not, kevin, not to judge not to kenny, judge kenny to can bring his now. awesomeness and uh whoever else wants to join us and you can share with us and we'll encourage you or discourage you but a lot of encouragement <laughs> probably so it's um b-u-p um american idol <laughs> <laughs> Go to press the buzzer. Is the buzzer there? Golden buzzer uh, somewhere. Uh, and by the way, we can call Kenneth Kenny nowadays. So yeah, we we're in we're in we're the club. In. We're in the club. So <laughs> no. Hey, thank you so much, Kenny, for um, just being on our show. You know, and your support. You know, it's awesome. You know, you're always genuine. Um, you always tell it like it is. So um, we hope we can. We need to get Kenny as a guest on our show. So um, tonight we're going to just put it out there. So Kenny, <laughs> if you want to be on our show, just message Eldrick, Jeremy, give us a date. I, yep. And give us a date. So it's always on Wednesday nights um, or your Thursday morning, depending on what part of the world you're in. Mm -hmm. um, so hope you can accept this invitation and uh, we love to have you on our show, Kenny. So, and Chris, thanks so much for always showing up. Really appreciate that for sure. Um, you, you know, anyone that shows up, you're you're not overlooked. We just really appreciate it. And uh, Travis, and I wonder what happened to um, Ice Ice Baby, Mister Ashish. I haven't seen him for a while. So tell if anybody talks to him, uh, tell him I said hi. Yep. We're going to submit bottoms up. So we got some awesome stuff that we're planning and working on. Um, so be sure to follow our, we're now on bottoms up. We have a Facebook page. We also have a bottoms up perspective LinkedIn page. Um, you know, we haven't talked much about it. We even have a website, right? Bottomsupperspective.com. We'll be rolling everything out soon. You'll hear more about it coming from all four of us. Um, some of you who are on our show will be reaching out to you. Um, so it's going to be awesome. So um, uh, we look forward to June. It's going to be our full rollout. And uh, we hope you guys can come along and join us. So, well, that's it for tonight. Next week, um, it's going to be exciting. Mm -hmm. um, we will have episode 60. And we have Juhee Kim. She's the managing director of VaynerMedia in Los Angeles. Um, she'll be our guest. So if for those of you who don't know VaynerMedia, it is um, the famous Gary. Um, Gary, Gary Vaynerchuk. Is his, his baby, right? That's his company. And Juhi Kim, she is the managing director for the Los Angeles division. She'll be joining us and we go talk a little about finding your voice, right? Um, finding your voice as an Asian, as a female executive. And what in that a tech company looks like. Yep. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So thank you so much, everyone, for being here tonight. And um, we'll see you next week. Hope you can join us later. Stay safe, guys. Bye. 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 -bye.